tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to the mid-season finale of the original Season 3, Episode 9, Savior. I'm your host, Roxy Stryer, alongside some amazing panelists. We stole her yet again. It is Sam Davidson. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. You can find me on Twitter at SamD43. And our chat mistress, Tiana Hobson. Hey, everyone. You can find me at the Tiana Hobson, and I'm also in our YouTube chat role right now. Are you going to love us even, like, a fraction as much as you love them tonight? Are you going to show us any love? In the Christmas spirit, I will send you guys some love as well. Because I, really I actually have things it. that I want to say out loud. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that. In the same spirit, I will give a shout-out to our two other panelists who we love and tonight, Katie Campbell, that's Katie with three E's, Campbell, and Donald Romaine, who's at Tigris Hobbs. So we love you guys, and we're sad you can't be with us tonight, uh, but we will definitely be hearing from you this week on social media about your thoughts on tonight's episode, because holy originals tonight. I can't believe we watched this separately. You guys saw my reactions getting out. <laughs> I'm in freak out land right now. How are you feeling? I'm feeling upset. <laughs> I know you guys aren't a Cami fan, but I think that she is what is slowly turning Klaus human, so I don't... I don't... We've seen him on a killing spree enough times. I'm done. I have a lot of feelings, but, I mean, I did just look at something. I... Oh, I don't even know how to put into words what I think right now. You just I looked was, at what something? I just looked on IMDb <laughs> to see if Cammy was really dead. And when? when what okay, spoiler alert. It still says she's in all the rest of the season's hey, episodes. Okay, hey. so. all right. Well, I have something to say on that. Number one, if you are a series regular, you are accredited. She's credited for all the episodes. Yes. So, <laughs> if they didn't know what they were doing with her, then she still would be credited. But I'm not surprised. Remember, there are things like flashbacks. Yes. And also things like vampires. <clears throat> um, but we'll get into that later. For the most part, I I really enjoyed tonight's episode. I jumped up and down a couple times. Sam can tell you guys I was sitting on my chair and then I ended the episode standing because I just couldn't take it. I was so yeah. anxious. I thought I thought you threw your headphones. At I one mean, <laughs> I thought about throwing a stool a couple times, but you know, I, I just didn't. felt like it was surprise after surprise after surprise. Like I was not expecting any of that whatsoever and then all of a sudden I was like oh that's the twist that everybody was just tweeting about no that's the twist that everybody was just tweeting about like blew my mind on so many occasions so many occasions okay let's get into it though let's talk specifics here Marcel, who is is turning out to be, not turning out to be, has been for a while, one of my favorite characters. I love Marcel, and I love how he's kind of, like, got his hand in all the different honey jars. What's that expression? <laughs> <laughs> honey pots? I think he, yes. is it? I Cookie think, jars? Cook- Cookie jars? 
He's got his hands. It can work with honey as well if you're yeah. Winnie yeah, but the if Pooh. It's honey, then he's sticky, sticky. Maybe I don't think he's sticky yet. I think he's pulling cookies from people, like I, the Grinch. But Santa, he's anyway. a good guy. <laughs> he is. He's the best, uh, and he really is turning out to be uh, the savior of the originals because and of Davina. He's he's doing the inner work and he's talking to Vincent. He's figuring this all out. All while kind of staying on the Strix good side. I can't believe he's pulling this all off. In a way, though, it's almost as though he's a side character, which I don't like. I want him to be involved with all the other characters, see him with Rebecca. I really wanted to see them reunite when she came back. And it's just like he's kind of a side note when originally... Originally, he was See what you did there? in the center of things. I do miss him being at the center of it all and actually a part of the core group of people here. I know the, the show is about the originals and the siblings, but I always felt like from season one that Marcel was a part of that. And slowly he's been kind of pushed to the outskirts. I agree with that, especially because tonight was Christmas and we watched him spend it alone in his gym. And that devastated me because I feel like a year ago he would have spent, eh, well, he might have not been good with Klaus then, but he would have spent it with somebody in the family. Like, I just hated watching him alone. And yes, he is, it was sad, but he also is doing so much good. He, he kind of saves uh, whatever win what what's Win's first name from um, Van Win Van um, from becoming the leader of the coven, and he makes it Vincent, which is exactly what he wanted to do. Even though that Vincent's not aware of that, and he he is he's helping out everybody. I was surprised there wasn't a moment with him and Rebecca though. Yeah, me too. I was oh my god, that would have been my Christmas miracle. That would have been really nice. With that being said, I did love the Christmassy aspect of the episode. I did, too. You had a problem with the Thanksgiving one because of the lack of the um, food, but Christmas, we don't need it. No. It was so gorgeous, that house. It was unbelievable looking. It was it was I, really pretty. And I think that because of Christmas, you get other things to show that it's Christmas. You get the tree and the garlands and the lights and, you know, ornaments. And so it distracts you. And they weren't sitting, they, they weren't talking about having a Christmas dinner. In the mm. Thanksgiving episode, they kept saying, we're going to sit down and have dinner, and there was no food. Can we talk about what an amazing job that Yusuf did as Vincent tonight when he had <gasps> that flip? Yo. I light. I, like, immediately wanted to tweet him, but I got so engrossed in the episode. But, yo, my boy Yusuf, like, he brought it. I was scared. I, I was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been wanting from Vincent this whole time because... Why keep him around if you're not going to use him? I felt like he wasn't being used to his full abilities, and now he is, and he's kind of a badass with it, too. He was like, I'm going to take control, but you're not going to like what I'm going to do with it. Mm-hmm. I was proud of him. I completely agree. I, w- I was proud of him. I was impressed. Uh, but I do think that he played right into Marcel's hand without knowing it, because this is clearly what he wanted. So my question is, why does Marcel want Vincent there? Just because he doesn't want Van? Or because he thinks that, or because of the whole uh, the New or- the New Orleans quote that he said, which was amazing. Like I'm, I'm New Orleans. Yeah, he said I'm New I'm New Orleans, born and bred, which is why he claims to want Vincent. Do we think that there's ulterior motives there, or? Uh, at the end of the day, I think that Marcel doesn't necessarily mean harm by him, but I think there will be harm, and he doesn't care. Yeah, I think that Marcel's always up to something. Right now, I do believe that he is on the side of the originals, and he's just playing a good d- double agent. 
It's almost like a triple agent, though. Yeah, it is kind of like that. But he's got a... The greater of the evils right now is stopping these guys from getting rid of his sire and the person who he feels most connected to. Because you can see kind of the disdain in his face when he's talking to um, Tristan tonight. It's like every encounter they have, he's still like, well, that's you guys' problem. Do you think that Tristan knows what Marcel is up to or that Marcel is not dedicated to the Strix? I don't think he knows. I think they're kind of dumb at I think the end of the day. I think that they're um, starting to pick up on it. Okay. I think Tristan gave a couple looks tonight of, like, when Marcel was walking out from the gym, I was thinking in my head, Marcel, you better be careful. Someone's going to attack you like they attacked Freya. Mm-hmm. I can Not see Not going to see it coming. All right. I'm really proud of you, T, for waiting however many minutes we have been on this show so far to not have mentioned your boy Jackson yet. Yes! I know. And you knew it was coming. I know. Tonight, Jaylee, like, whoa. I'll, I'll, I'll let you on the floor. How did you feel about Jackson and Haley? I loved everything about this. I love that Jackson flat out asked her. I love that he eventually sees her internal struggle and explains it to her. Like, I get it now. It's like a pack. And, you know, I saw one of my people being attacked and I just it's an instinct I just acted on it and sometimes there's nothing you can do about that I thought that it was very beautiful to see this relationship blossom do I think it's the end of their marital problems no do I think they'll stay together forever probably not but in this moment right now for Christmas and then he made sure that Haley got her Christmas with the family that she always wanted at the end of it too and I was just like you know what this is a guy who's trying and I thought that he was a ridiculously good husband tonight. Yes. But I have a problem. Because I, I'm i with you, and I love Jackson. I, I really do. And I like Jaylee. Here was the quote that Haley said. My feelings for Elijah are complicated, but that doesn't mean that I love you any less, Jack. I chose you, and I choose you again every single day. Can't that be enough? I loved that quote. I wrote that down, too, but I liked it for different reasons. I I love that quote, but I don't think, for me, if I was Jackson, I would say, no, that isn't enough. I don't think it's enough to say my feelings for Elijah are complicated. I would need to hear somebody say, I'm not in love with Elijah. Because she can't say it because I think that she has feelings for Elijah. And that is... As a not a boyfriend, not a, as a spouse, to me that's tough. That's a really tough look. But you know what? A lot of people love that are married. They love two people sometimes, especially someone that's a hybrid. I mean, all their emotions are crazy. She was honest with him. She was. She was honest, which made me think that they do have a future. If if he can accept that, and she was honest with him, and he can support it, then like that, this can work for a little while. I agree with both of you. I think that her saying this is being honest, and she's saying it, but she says, I continue to choose you every single day, which is a great thought on the outside, but when you really look into it, if I were Jackson, I would kind of feel like I was being settled for. Mm. Yes, you're choosing me every day, but at what point do you have to stop making the choice? And I think that's what Jackson's asking her. Yes, I knew when we got married that you still had feelings for this other guy, and that it was going to be complicated. It's been a year now. Are we are we getting better in the scale of 
I, of feelings for Elijah, are they going up or are they going down? Because I think after a year of me- marriage, he expects the feelings for Elijah to be going down and him being a good husband, the feelings for him to be going up so that the choice she's making every day isn't as like much to think about. Like she doesn't have to state like today I'm choosing to still love Jackson. I want us to compare that quote with something Jackson says to Haley tonight, which is, I was born to love you, Haley. Yes! Mm-hmm. And those two quotes are so different. They're both honest, absolutely, and I give them credit for that. But I don't feel like Haley has ever been both feet in. And Jackson has. And we saw that tonight when he does rescue Freya, when he ends up saying to her, being in the same room as you, even when I'm so upset, is better than being apart from you. He is all in, and she is not, and I don't think you can argue otherwise. I I don't disagree with you at all. And I'm going to say I am a hopeless romantic. It is my one fault in life. Actually, I have a lot. But that is one of them. (laughs) I think you're pretty perfect. Thank you. But when he said that, literally my heart melted. Because I would love most girls in life, or most people in life, would love for someone to say, I was born to love you. No one else but you. But he literally was. And it was pre, it, it was a uh, pre-arranged marriage. Yeah. Uh, he was born to love her. And yeah. and he actually does, because a lot of pre-arranged marriages, like, yeah. yeah, you could be pre-arranged, but sometimes the love doesn't ever come. Did you guys watch True Blood by chance? Um no. Okay, well, Al Seed, uh, the character, he played a vampire, and there was an interview with the character, uh, Joe Manganiello, who plays him in real life. He said love that... Him. Yeah, I love him, too. But he said that when the main character, Sookie, decided to be with him, he was like, I knew I was going to die because she's meant to be with somebody else, and I was just a roadblock. And I... Both characters are werewolves, um, and I'm seeing, like, a parallel. I love Jackson, but I think that... She's meant to be with Elijah. Yeah, and the only way, though, because he's such a great guy, and she loves him, too, the only way for that to happen is if he dies. Well, or, sorry, people in the chat roll are talking about Freya and Jackson. I know. Freyson. I, I see. Fraxen. I see what they're saying there. I see what they're saying. I have those feelings about something that we'll talk about later when we get to Clamiel. But while we're on Jackson, when he lifted Freya's body tonight, I was like, and maybe this is because I'm a lover. Because I'm a I'm lover a, of love. I'm a lover of love. I'm channeling my inner Katie Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a cute moment, man. He picked her up. He saved her. It kind of was the knight in shining armor. And he hasn't been willing to step in for any of the other originals. But when he saw her, he couldn't really help it. So that could be the start of something. And not only that moment, but later on, when he is standing with Freya, and so is Elijah. Elijah goes to check on Haley, while Jackson stays with Freya, which was, was so that. weird. Bizarre choice. Freya is, like, bleeding out in season, <laughs> and we hear Haley fall or something crash, and he looks and he goes, Haley, and Elijah says, you stay with Freya. If I'm Jackson in that moment, I'm saying, you stay with your sister. I already saved her today. I'm going to get my wife. But he didn't. The only, and I thought the same thing, Roxanne, the only thing I could think in my head is that because they both knew that it was Rebecca attacking Haley, that's why Elijah needed to be the one to go down there to stop Rebecca. And it, and, but I was with you. I was like, yo, Jackson, you should be like, that's my wife. But then when he got down there and Elijah had to be the one to say, Rebecca, stop, control yourself. 
that wouldn't have worked with Jackson. Rebecca wouldn't even have, even though it didn't work for him either, but Rebecca wouldn't even stopped for Jackson. So I thought they were going to give us that Elijah moment there uh, where we saw Elijah stop Rebecca and save Rebecca and save Haley's life, really? but we didn't. Klaus had to come. Rebecca had her frickin' hand on Haley's heart, and Klaus had to come and save both Cammy and Haley, which was a Clayley moment. <laughs> and I was like, this is why they are killing the game. They are leaving so many possibilities open. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, I don't even know what I want. What to want. I don't know how to feel. This whole episode had me like twisting and turning inside. Crazy, crazy good writing. And Julie Plack, Michael Narducci just like crushing this. Killing it. They talk about playing with all their tools in the sandbox. Sandbox Boy. is massive and they have a whole new kind of sandcastle. They got a lot of toys in that box, man, because tonight I am I'm so fired up after tonight's episode to just see where the rest of the season goes. Mm-hmm. Me too. And you know, maybe it's just because Vampire Diaries has been on for longer, but I feel like that sandbox is like the two episodes compared tonight, like this had me just on the edge of my seat and I, I'm I'm a little angry, but I'm not as pissed as I was after the Vampire Diaries episode. It just seems more like there's more to do because it's not been as many seasons. Mm. Okay. And maybe because we got some Claire Holt back in the building tonight. Which, the second I see her get undaggered, I'm like, phew. Breath of fresh air. My Rebecca is back. This is amazing. Here she is. She's going to kick butt. And then we've got this damn thing on her arm. And I'm like, nothing can kill her, so what the hell is this thing? Well... We can make a we can make a very crazy Rebecca here, and oh my God, watching her eyes turn like that, I was so scared of her. Yeah. I was more scared of her than I've ever been of any of her brothers. That I was, was crazy. Too. She was really crazy. I mean, and I'm gonna just refer to her thing on her wrist as her dark mark because you know it's just a dark mark there. Um, but I have to say this about Claire Holt. and I love her to death, and I love having Rebecca on here. Everyone knows I love me some Rebecca. But Claire Holt, I need you to stop playing with my heart. Because every time you come back, it's like reopening the wound of losing you. Because I know that by the end of the episode, you're going to be gone again. If on Vampire Diaries, we saw Nina Dobrev just keep popping in every single time, I would be like, duh, what? Yeah. What are you doing to us? I I get super excited, and then by the end of the episode, I'm like, how are they going to write her off now? And it's like, okay, you know, this is happening, this is, and we'll we get into that later. With but that. Quit playing games Yes, quit playing games with my heart. It's just, it's so heart-wrenching, and it's just like picking at the scab and let it heal and either be with us or don't be with us. And I hate to say that because I love Rebecca. I love her to death. But every time she's around, I just get so excited thinking, like, her storyline can go somewhere. And then we have to stop it after 40, 50 minutes or whatever the episode time is. So do you think, like, that's the question. Would you rather have her as a series regular or a recurring, which she is, but she isn't, or be completely 100% gone? I mean, I would rather, number one, series regular. Series regular. That would be the best. But if it's between sometimes popping up and never, T, I hear what you're saying, 
But I'll take any bit of her I can I get. I will say this, though. At least make it multi-episodes. Yeah. Make it three episodes in a row. Right. So we get a full and complete thing, and it's not just like, oh, week one, she's here. Week seven, she's here. Week 15. How about... 32. Like, you know what the problem is, too, is that when she's in an episode, the other storylines, for me, fall by the wayside a little bit because I'm like, get her on screen as much as they can. Yes. But tonight that didn't happen as much because there were so many crazy things going on that wherever my attention was, I was like, oh my god, this is the craziest part. No, this is the craziest <laughs> part. So it, it was interesting to watch her go mad, though, and I was glad that they were able to stop it. But it did seem a little too easy when Freya finally... I mean, Freya went through hell. But when she finally just carves it off, I was thinking... "Mm." (laughs) We didn't see it. We both turned our heads. We were... (laughs) That was nasty. Yeah. I feel that. Pretty intense. But also, Rebecca says towards the end of the episode that it's like, class says goodbye to her. And she goes, but I always come back. It's like, okay, Which, Claire Holt, I get it. Yeah. You'll be back, but when? For how long? Throw it in my face some more right there. You guys are, you guys are pissed over I there. I wasn't pissed. I just, I wrote that down earlier, early on in the episode, and then when I saw the ending of the episode, I was like, oh, it just kind of drives my point home. How did you guys feel about the Rebecca Haley moment? When Rebecca Ooh. was screaming at her, and, and it was so mean, but... Kind of true. My notes just say Rebecca gets real with Haley. (laughs) That's all. Mm. Like she called her out on a lot of things that Klaus too. I mean she she called them all out on what's going on inside them. But then what what's different is that with Klaus, it actually helped him get to the point of you know pushing him towards the love that he or the feelings he had for Haley. I think it just confused the girl even more. Well, it was really nice of her to forgive her so fast. What was she supposed to do? Not forgive her? It wasn't Rebecca. She had a curse. Yeah, I mean, but she also literally touched her heart. Like, stuck her hand inside <laughs> of her body and almost she was pulled pos- it out. She was possessed by the dark mark of the Dark Lord. Mm. It's okay. Hey, I love it. I love that they're <laughs> friends. I think it's awesome. And... Okay, this is where I'm glad she forgave her because Haley wasn't the only one whose heart got touched tonight. Rebecca, uh-huh. did you see what I just did there? Was that yeah, a good segue? That was a yeah. really Thank good you. One. Thanks. I'm glad I called it out. Uh, <laughs> Rebecca, this scene was so gut wrenching. Watching Rebecca call back Elijah. So I want to know from you guys. You see Rebecca back. I thought it was going to be Marcel, but it ends up being Elijah that she's looking at, and you see that they're together and that she called him. What is going through your mind? Like, what are you possibly thinking she called Elijah for in this moment after she already said goodbye? I had, I honestly was sitting there thinking, what could she have possibly left behind? What, did she get to the airport and her flight was canceled? (laughs) I did not know what was going to be coming next. I very ignorantly thought that she just wanted to be like, I love you the most, just in case I don't see you again. (laughs) Straight up feel that. Like, uh, by the way, I just, I couldn't leave yet. I miss you so much. Like, anything. I was like, okay, say do something nice. I was not expecting this. Or like, here's your Christmas gift. You're the only one I care to give a gift (laughs) to this year. I feel so stupid because how many times this season have we heard one by friend one by foe one by family oh god Which, i feel so stupid i i didn't you didn't connect that no <laughs> yeah so, yes so. so i we've heard it over and over and over again and we have thought of every combination but 
Elijah stabbing Rebecca? Not in anybody's predictions. No. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you guys at home. If you predicted this, you should be a writer on the show. <laughs> because uh, when this, uh, my jaw dropped, my heart sunk. But as soon as she said what was there in her plan, I was like, he has to do it. Has to. There's no stopping this from happening. And I'd rather him dagger her in this way than in, like, a them fighting sort of way. Because I think that everyone's thought was the family's going to be torn apart, they're all going to be fighting each other, and then someone's going to end up daggered. Props to you, T, because all season you've said to us, guys, prophecies are weird. They work in strange ways. And we've always thought, out of anger, Mm -hmm. won by family. But that's not what happened. No. It was weird, though, that she said, I don't want you to tell anybody. Because... Now, how's he going to say that part of the prophecy is gone? I don't even think... I mean, they have to be... I don't think they're keeping tabs on it. Or at least they haven't mentioned that they're really keeping tabs on it. But I understand why she doesn't want the family to know because it would distract them from what's important right now. Not that she's not important, but they need to handle the rest of this business and figuring out how to save Rebecca right now would be a distraction. Uh, with that being said, though, I wish they could find a spell to just kind of, like, keep her good for a little while, which is what she's kind of banking on. But just to know that they're not going to hurt each other. Mm. And we're not going to make enemies out of our siblings. And mm-hmm. I think that takes, like, a whole layer of worry away from them. That And there's so many layers. Like, that would be helpful. Here, Here's the the dilemma I'm having right now. Friend, foe, family. This one, no questions asked, counts as family. So Rebecca has been stabbed by her brother Elijah. That takes care of that because she says, once you bury me, that part of the prophecy will be done. But what Rebecca says is that now all you have to do, you can fight off foe and friend. You Now that's all you have to do. But Tiana already felt like their friend and foe happened. I feel like because we saw Aya... Aya Dagger, Rebecca, and she would be counted as a foe. Mm -hmm. And we saw Marcel dagger Elijah, which would be a friend. But I think that's why she distinguished tonight that she needs to get buried. Because she needs to actually fall, as opposed to Rebecca, who didn't really fall that time because she was back. And for the year, like, I think you need to fall for the year. Fall for the whole year? I think so. I don't know. Because otherwise the prophecy is done now. Well, the prophecy said more than just that. That's true. And that's just the part that everyone's harping on, is that everyone would be daggered by friend, foe, and family. See, I thought that the big bad and the the key player that was going to come into all this was going to be Finn. Because we knew that Freya was talking to damn Finn. But Finn tonight ends up getting into the hands of frickin' Tristan. Like yeah. a Momo. He's always been, like, the outcast of the siblings. And he said he kind of helped Freya tonight, but it didn't really look like he did. No. And instead, now he's in this necklace, and now he's being used against Vincent to do what Tristan wants. Which is just the worst hand it possibly could have fallen into. I have a question about this. Yeah. So, when Finn was in um, Vincent's body before, he was there... And he was acting like Vincent. What can the Strix do with him in the 
in the thing to make Vincent so scared because they no. don't have a witch on their side because Vincent is the head regent witch and controls all the witches to get someone to do the spell to put Finn from the necklace into the body. Dude, they can find a witch. Some witch. They ha- definitely have a but witch. Vincent is the most powerful witch right now, so isn't there a way he can protect himself isn't from I this? Isn't a witch? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I but, like, gonna- there has to be a way that, as the regent, he can protect himself from this, and I think that that intimidation tactic was too easy, because Vincent was talking way too big a game. Maybe. For him to be silenced by that. I was desperately missing Davina. Me too. I love her so much. And when we have back-to-back weeks without her, it pains me. But it did pain me in the past to see her go down a bad path because I think she's so inherently good. So That's true. That is true. Oh, the other part of Christmas I loved was the bonfire part of it. I wanted to see them do it. She held their hands. Rebecca did. I just... Like, I randomly almost cried. I felt like Katie. <laughs> I know. I get that. I really, I wanted to see, like, some sort of, like, hear what their hopes were. And uh, it just was so sad watching them together. And then it was sad. Okay. That was the family. And that was the stabbing. And I thought, that's the episode. The, that was everything. Nope. That's what we're going to get. I was the most strong. My jaw's already on the ground. I'm already with my hands above my head. And then we get the freaking Clamiel situation. Are you kidding me? Which part? I want to know what you're most mad about. Like, the it's, fact that they finally kissed and it's did not it. Mad. Or I'm not mad. Had sex. I know you're missing Caroline. Like, drink. Which, which was the hardest part for you? The journey. Okay. Because we start with that, the looking at each other, and I can't save you all. I save my sisters. Come with me and all that. And then we build to the moment they have together, and, and he says, I don't want to look at you through the glass. And she says, what do you want? We have the kiss. And do you know what my thought was here, T? I go to myself. I guess I have to get on board. Okay. Just, like, (laughs) you don't have a choice at this point. Get on board or get left behind because they're doing the damn thing. This is what this show has decided. They have decided to go down the path of Clamille, so just start to like it. And then, as I'm finally, after three seasons, deciding this, they effing kill her. They didn't kill her, guys. There's just no way. Okay. So, I want to say, Roxy, I was on that same journey with you. And I even wrote in my notes, because they've been making sex eyes at each other all freaking episode, and I told Sam this, that basically, to be Joseph Morgan's wife must be a real treat, because if you're (laughs) in a party, and he looks at you from across the room and gives you that smother that he gives in this show, you're like, oh yeah. I'm going home and he, I'm going to get some like that yep. must be the best turn on ever because he gives the best crazy sex eyes. So I fall in love with whoever he is falling in love with yep. because I fall in love with him and I'm like, oh my gosh, dream guy staring at me, saying the perfect things to me. So I was finally like, okay, I'm excited. They kiss. 
I'm so excited right now. Oh my gosh. Like it finally happened. Klaus is happy. I'm happy because his happiness is my everything. And then that happens. But I will say that there was a comment on the chat roll earlier from Kristen Freeze and it said, Leah Pipes put a picture of her on set and it shows her with what looks like a daylight ring on her middle finger. Hashtag vamp cami. Yeah. So maybe it's not the real end of this love story, but when people become vampires, they change change, and they get different. We don't know if she is a vampire, who who changed her, so who she might be, whose line she'll be in, if she's going to be kind of like a, um, what's it, what was it called when... Um, Jimmy? No, um, when yeah. you're, like, attached to that person who... Oh, sired. Sired, oh. yeah. Sired, too. But if she's wearing a ring, a Dale, or production ring, that's what we're saying, right? Could she become a vampire? It's just, like, if she had vampire blood in her and she's wearing a ring, that the one that Matt and Jeremy had... No, no, daylight. Ring. Oh, you're saying daylight, daylight ring? Yeah, sorry. What did so I it's say? Vampire. No, you said daylight. No, uh, sorry. I just saw people were saying like a, a, a this a similar the ring that oh, Matt no, like Jeremy. Comes back to life. Yeah, I mean that could be that could be it, but I don't think so. Well, I feel like it could be interesting because she would slowly start to follow her brother's footsteps, the one that died mm. of going crazy. Yeah, and um, I, I yeah. have to read the text that I got from Katie Campbell because she couldn't yes. be here tonight, but lover she texts me, lover of love. Katie says, "Yay." We know she loves Klaus and Cammie. She said, Tiana, I literally screamed so loud and started crying when Cammie and Klaus kissed. And then I sobbed for like 10 minutes when the show ended. LOL. What is wrong with me? Nothing's wrong with you, Katie. You always cry and we love it. And I'm sure everyone knew that you would cry during this episode. Here's the deal. I don't care who it is you ship. You're allowed to ship whoever you want. Ship away. Ship your heart out. Even if it's the opposite ship of mine, it's so important on these kind of shows to get attached to that. So I feel her. She's loved them from day one. If, if this, if somehow Caroline had been murdered after her and Klaus, I would have, I don't even know what I would have done with myself. And by the way, to all the Caroline fans out there, I find it unbelievably amazing how long that we have stuck on this and how many tweets I got today being like, now Claroline can live. <laughs> Just don't feel like it's where the show is going. But I, yo, I'm with you guys. With it 100%. But then, now I was like, okay, Clamille, and then I understand the whole Clayley thing. This is tough, dude. It is. And I mean, don't you guys feel as though uh, Camille has made Klaus a better person and we'd like to see him be sweet? Why don't you like them because she is slowly making him more human, which is the opposite of how we met Klaus like six years ago. Or Will whatever. she make him more human when she, if she becomes a vamp? I guess we will see. I think that it will be so interesting if I, I think Aurora turned her, and that's so weird to me because if Aurora turned Cammy, she made Cammy live forever, and why would she not just kill Cammy? So maybe Klaus, like, how did Cammy get blood in her system? How did all this happen if she's a vampire? Maybe she wants Cammy to turn into a monster so maybe. Klaus doesn't love her anymore. Maybe Leah Pipes posted the picture to confuse us all. There's a lot of questions. I Okay. I, <laughs> we have a lot of questions, and we will try to answer some of them in predictions. 
And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. First prediction that I will give is that we are moving to Friday nights, which we briefly talked about, but this was the last time that this show is on Thursday. We are now moving to Fridays, uh, which, you know, is what it is. It hurt. It, it's a bit of a dagger. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Yeah, it's not as bad as getting your throat slit, um, and it's definitely not as bad as being in bed with somebody who got their throat slit. But it, it's kind of like having somebody reach around your heart and hold it, like a Haley moment. I would say it's that bad. Yeah, or have a dagger stuck in you, like an original, for a little while, but, but not that long. No, yeah, not that long. Yeah. And they, we, we didn't really touch on this too much, but the medallion that the Strix right. stole when they. Um, attacked Freya, we don't really know what it... Well, we know what it does, but, you know, we don't know what their plans are with it, because Freya said that the only way to get rid of it is to use it and to trap something else inside of it, which is a very similar thing to what's going on on the Vampire Diaries with that dagger that kind of puts vampires in their own personal hell of whatever, so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I just feel like... There's so many similarities between the two right now. People in the chat roll, they mentioned something about talk about the spoilers from the crossover episode. I have not seen anything official. So if you guys have something official that you can share with us about a crossover event between the two episodes, please share it because I pray for this daily, just like I pray that Claire Holt will become a series regular <laughs> again every day. Tiana's serious about that, guys. I'm she so She got her serious face on there. It needs to be official before she's into it. I, I feel you on that. Yeah. This is what I wrote down watching scenes from uh, from after the new year that we're going to see. Vengeance, Klaus, Prophecy. Ooh. Isn't that deep? Yeah. It's like a little poem. It's very vague. Mm. Vengeance, Klaus, Prophecy, Prophecy, Prophecy. <laughs> uh, what are you guys thinking? How, what are the predictions over there? Ay, ay, ay. So many things are happening that I don't know what to predict, but I predict that... Steal something from the chat. That's what I usually do. If I if I chat mistress, well, I try to see if they'll predict something great, and then I take credit for it and say it out loud. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not right. Hashtag um, honesty, which is this episode. Yeah. <laughs> there hasn't really been any predictions in here yet. So. Okay, well, guys... So we'll let Sam start, and then I'll get back to it. prediction game. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think that Jackson is going to die a very sad tragic death which Soon? yeah by the end of the season somebody memed that with Tiana's face looking at you <laughs> you, you missed what she was doing behind uh, your back I listen I don't want it to happen I would love him to be with Freya to find someone else to pair him with to keep him relevant I think that would be awesome but I just don't do that to me <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just don't agree that he should have to die um, but I, do, I also don't think that Jackson's gonna die now because they slit Cammy's throat. Because it took Klaus forever to get with Cammy, and when they finally did, she was taken away from him, and they're using that as a motivation to get Klaus to kick the Strix's ass. They can't then turn around and have, um, Haley's husband killed because of something else, because it's just, you don't do that to two characters in the same season or, that close to each other. So, Jackson's gonna be alive now because they killed Cammy. Is Cammy dead? No. Well, if you say dead is vampire dead. No, dead is in dead, not a vampire, dead, dead. No way. See? I, no. I, I feel like she's not, but I want to say yes because out of all the bodies we've ever seen dead before, that slit through the neck, that was a 
kill shot, and that is a dead shot, and we haven't seen her take any vampire blood in the last two days. We know she's been with Klaus for at least a couple days, because she said it at the beginning of the episode. I want to say yes, but I know every ounce, every bone in my body says that she's not actually dead. Let me just make a interesting parallel to Caroline in the Vampire Diaries. A lot of people didn't like her as a human. When she turned into a vampire, she was badass. The best parts of her were amplified, so maybe that's going to happen to Cammie. That could be true. That could be true. What about Aurora's episodes that she's having, and then she doesn't have in that moment with Tristan with the piano? I literally think Klaus is going to cut her head off. And, like, just murder her. Like Game of Thrones style. Like, yeah. Put it on a stake. All right. I could see it. Any other predictions from you guys? Um, Aurora. Gosh, I love that crazy, crazy woman. Yeah. I do, great. too. I love and her. I forgot to read this comment on air last week, but it was my favorite comment of last week, and I don't remember who said it, but they said that Aurora reminds them of Roxy. They're both crazy bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it just made me so happy. <laughs> on that note, where can the people find you, Sam? Uh, you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, uh, at samdavidsonentertainment.com, and on Twitter and Instagram at samd43. Great, and that was my only co-host <laughs> for the night. I love you, Roxy, and you guys can find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and Instagram, Tiana underscore Hobson on Snapchat. Check me out. I snap a lot. Snap, I- snap, 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 snap. Snap, snap, snap. And you know what? I'll own that title because I am a crazy bitch. So you know what you shouldn't do to a crazy bitch? Call her a crazy bitch. Sleep with one eye open. Okay. Uh, happy New Year's and happy holiday to you guys. We will see you when we get back. Uh, Donald Romaine will be joining us. Katie Campbell will be back. We love them so much. We miss them tonight. And we love you guys. Love hearing from you guys. You can find us everywhere at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com, slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, wherever you are. Give us that five star, that thumbs up. We read everything you guys have to say. We love you guys so much. I'm Roxy Stryer. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. Until 2016. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.